Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Lakers won a game. Lakers won a game. We beat the Nets. We'll we'll get into that in a second, but we got to talk about this. What's this? How would you feel if I told you, or what's your initial reaction to Lamar Odom is the 25th greatest Laker of all time? I would say um, his dream really did come true. So you're grateful for that? 100%. There's a lot of great players on this list. Look, my favorite is number one. So that means Kobe's two. Yeah. I, um, I, don't, I, th- I, I think Kobe. Sh- I think Kobe should have been number one. No. Well, what do you mean? Magic said it himself. He's being humble. You know. Um, but if, if I think about what Magic did for the Lakers, he's kind of like started. Showtime and everything. Right, 1979. Drafted, number one. Championships, you know what I'm saying? Kobe is right on his him at, at number two, but I think if, when you, if you think about the history, there's the Lakers, right? He's not the player. Right. Feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, I think what he's meant for the, for the organization is it's obvious. So you think they got that right? Yeah, and then Kobe <clears throat> being at two. two. And, huh? You think being at two was a good call? Yeah. I haven't looked, but then. Well, here, this is. I'm a, probably thinking what Kareem is three and. It goes Magic, Kobe, Kareem, Jerry West, Elgin Baylor. Jerry West. So many in between Shaq, right? Because you would think. Shaq is six. Six? And then crazy, LeBron at seven, which I completely disagree with. Yeah, maybe these, some of these fans are probably. Just, I mean, who wrote. Who, who, this was who like some LA sh- Times writers. Like I think five or six of them. Putting and and well, one how of them, old are they and how long have they been watching basketball? They've been covering it for a while. They're not young. Obviously, well they they media, so obviously they shouldn't really be um hyped by the media. But that's wrong. I don't think he should be six, six, seven. I think seven. he's a great Laker, but I don't think he's number seven. So he's where would you put him? I mean he ranks high on the list. He was out of James Worthy and Powell, like just two of I don't, well, I don't think he should be ahead of James Worthy. James Worthy was running with Magic Johnson. Um, and again, it's the Lakers, so I think it's got to be based upon, I guess, your impact championships on the Lakers. You know what I mean? Um, Powell's impact on the Lakers was obvious. I think it's interesting though, because Powell was what twelve? Yeah, Powell was twelve, and then. Bynum was Bynum was thirty four. It's interesting because they're like 
The Twin Towers? Yeah, they were both, you know, like... And they played them um, right alongside of each other? Mm-hmm. I, st- I still think out of 75 players, that's still high for Andrew Bynum. Really? But you think Powell is good at 12? Yeah. You think Powell is that much more significant to the team than Bynum? Yeah. Interesting. 100%. Well how, well, how do you feel about, I mean, I know you said you're grateful for number 25. Do you think that's accurate? They can be real. Like, do you, do you wish you were higher? Do you think you actually were? I mean, I'm, you know, like I said, I'm just, I was, you know, was. Um, we have Happy Harrison again over you. Who? Happy Harrison. Who is that? A 6-7 forward for the 1971-72 Lakers. They won 33 in a row and claimed LA's first title. Oh, you see, there you go. Won their first title. Average fifteen and twelve, solid. Jim Pollard. I don't really. I don't, really see, I, don't, I don't. I don't know how he played. How he played the game. You know what I mean. So it's hard to compare yourself to players you don't know. Right. Anything about them. Right. Let's talk about AD. They put him at eighteen, <laughs> which is and we were saying. I, I think it, it could be a little bit of recency bias because eighteen. It is recency bias. Obviously, it is because but anyone in championship one so obviously. But he won one. You know, you got great players that haven't won any. You know what I mean? And that, that list goes on and on. I mean, anytime you make lists like these, obviously you're going to have people that disagree. But like AD at 18, LeBron at 7. Given so, all the history, it's not like the fucking Pistons or something like that. This is like let you know, that lets you know that um, there's recency bias. So I wish you guys wouldn't be recently biased and think with some goddamn sense, some basketball sense. Right. But everybody doesn't have a bas- high basketball IQ. And I would I would even think people that in the media that have been watching basketball games for years probably don't really understand the ins and outs of it. Because they never played. Well, you don't have to play it to understand it. Well, they've always been on the outside, though. They're, they're media. Yeah, exactly. And that's why guys like J.J. Redick, Draymond Green, Matt Barnes – are thriving in the media. It's like the new media because they've actually been in the in the game, and they they know what they're talking about a little bit because they've they've been inside. Mm-hmm. Other receiving votes that didn't make the list. We can start from the bottom. One vote, and I wish they would say who who voted for him. Ronnie Turioff. <laughs> That's my guy. But Ronnie had energy that he wasn't playing. Like he, if he wasn't getting a a, a lot of time in the game, you could still feel his energy from the bench. I know I did. And I I, I understand that, but you know what I mean. <laughs> top seventy five. So I can understand. I mean, you know, it was, it was a vote. Yeah, and we at talk- the end of the day, like who cares really? Number sixty one, the greatest player of all time, Alex Caruso. Made the the top seventy five. I'm surprised to see. All due respect to Alex Caruso. <laughs> I respect him, but that's crazy. top seventy five Laker. 61. How long did he play for the Lakers? Four years? Three years? Um, I think four. Fan favorite. Won a chip. That's what it is. If, I guess obviously if the, if the fans um, call your name and you want a chip, you make the list. And then Ariza got in there at 74. Trevor Ariza, my guy. Good boy. I'm going to bust his ass in 2K. I mean, not 2K. FIFA when I see him here, FIFA free. You play, I thought you played 2K on all day, bro. I don't know you play, I play FIFA too. Bro. 
Video game I play. <clears throat> when is it? When are the Believe Office is gonna get an Xbox Russ? Yeah, come on, bro. Sitting dry over here, bro. Got dry thumbs over. You no, know, next I'll just bring my own Xbox, and we can play. Um, something that was funny on Twitter. Nick Young said that he was snubbed. Quote: The hate is real. Why y'all hate? <laughs> why y'all hate me? Why y'all hate me but love me? Nick Young on the top. 75 greatest Laker players of all time. How do you feel about that? He got knocked out. <laughs> Chill, Nick. Who did, he, who did he fight against? Some I don't guy, know. Right? But that's not part of the, like, that's that's not part of the pro. Like, that's, that is a, what, it should never add up to that. Laker fans love Swaggy P, but top 75, no championship. I don't know. I don't know about that. He was getting 16 off the bench. It was irrelevant. A worthless 16. It was their irrelevant years. He added some fun, you know, post game interviews, shit like that. But well, he got he married a superstar, Iggy, right? Yeah. And then shit happened. The snitch. And uh, speaking of the snitch, D'Angelo Russell is actually uh, (laughs) a. D'Angelo Russell, I think he's on the list, right? Or you know he was snubbed. He was snubbed. He was snubbed. Shout out to the Believe offices for printing all, all the pages. We'll just use the phone. He was snubbed and he got forty-five votes. So he was number four. That didn't. So he'd probably be like number seventy-nine according to them. What? By the way, what is your take on that? We've never spoke about that. What? What do you think about that whole thing with with D'Angelo and Nick? I don't know. They would have had to fight in the locker room. That's you'd what have everyone, to, that's you'd what have the had to green light to smack him in his face, and he couldn't do nothing. Something would have had to happen. The fans want them to fight in the ring because they saw that Nick Young was fighting. They were like, yo, put D'Lo in there. That would get views. Um, but, yeah. Something would have had to happen tri- behind that. Because I remember I remember going into the locker room, to the Lakers locker room, um, <clears throat> And speaking of Gary Vitti, who was the trainer at that time, he was like, he was talking about, man, if this was to happen when you and Kobe was on it, like, if y'all was around, this shit would have never, like, going on. Like, like, like what type of, what type of snake? Listen, I've never been in a locker room. What type of Judas? It would be like a space where, like, no one does What type of reptilian? (laughs) That go against every, every, every type of... Bro, cold locker room, whatever you like. He just disrespected all of it. That's the expectation, though, right? In the locker room, like stays in there. Yes, to the point where he could have got. If he wasn't that good, he could have got blackballed from the NBA. They because who, who got traded first though? Because something happened right after that. Someone got seriously. One, he could have got black blackballed from the NBA. We're like, yo, you know what? We don't fuck with you like that because your 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 problems your games outweigh your game, right? But his games outweigh his problems because obviously you're not gonna do that again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he's just that good enough for them to look away from him now. But that could have really ruined his career because he's an amazing player. You're right. I fuck with him on the court. He's lefty, strong lefty. You saw what he did in Brooklyn too. He like brought them back. Mm-hmm. Um, we got to talk about your uh, your beanie. Because when you walked in, oh, you were like, yeah. yo, Lakers need this. They got to go to war, bro. It's 3 or 10. We're 3 and 10. 3 we and need 10. To start, we need to start up a, 
uh, t-shirt line. Because the fans going to have to adapt to that mindset too. To change the ambiance in the arena. This is not good right now. You've been to a bunch of games. I you go know, to every game. To let them, to let people know, like, now, when you come in here, you're going to have a fucking, you coming in for a fucking fight. We don't care who on the court for us or who on the court for you. How do you think that starts, though? Because you played in the Laker era where everyone was going nuts at every point of every game. Because First of all, we were great. We were really good, so that makes sense. But, like, when you walk into the arena, first of all, the arena's not even full till like, the end of the first. It starts, it starts in the locker room. Guys like Pat Bev. I've noticed. He'll try to get the crowd involved. By Jeannie letting us put the t-shirts on every fucking seat in the arena. Getting the crowd hyped. No more just standing there waiting for the first quarter or waiting to be blown out or get blown out. Usually they get loud when it gets close, like towards the end of the game. Like, See what I'm saying? Like we went, I was at the Nets game and they won, obviously, but they were playing really changing, well, but no one cared. Changing that type of culture. Because right now it's, it's it's two you can't be cute. Well, we're three and ten. It's ugly as fuck. You're you behind. So, you're, so you're saying it starts in the locker room. Mm-hmm. Players to start the culture to start a change a a change. Yes, in the game specifically in at the, the culture game, at the games. Yeah. Before the team even goes out, starts in the locker room. The mindset of the players have to be like, yo, you know what? We gripping up. Murder, kill, homicide. And we got to leave the arena alive. And it got to start now. Like, every game <clears throat> can't be like, we're oh, thirteen games. we're going to wait four games. Or, you know, you can't wait till you're five and 20. We're 13 games in. For the red light to be going off. And then hopefully the fans are buying into how you, how you guys are really feeling. You guys have to show the fans how you're feeling. I think it starts like I, I agree with you. I think it starts with the roster, but there's no before that. Before whatever you put out there, it's before that, your mind has to be in a certain place before you even go out there. We spoke about it in the last podcast. You're like, okay, guys like Zach Levine, who would you know are exciting. Laker fans love that stuff. Because right now, I mean, I agree with you. It's obviously up to the players. Mm-hmm. But you have guys like, I don't know, I know we got younger, but you have guys like, I don't know, but look at that, the, aren't, look that at the, aren't. Look at the list. Look at the list. Look at the list where, um, where the Lakers lie. Where the Lakers lie with um, the standings. Well, they're like. I want to show you something really quick. The bottom. Houston's only worse than them. No, okay, but. You're saying home? Look at the two, the two teams between them. OKC and Houston. Those are teams. Those are babies. Like they have a reason to not to be good in the NBA. Where's a grown man's league? Well, yeah, I agree. The Lakers. That's a grown. They're grown. They fuck. They got probably oldest. What a roster. Probably one of the oldest teams. In the no, league, not, right? anymore. not anymore. Last year they were. The average was like thirty three, thirty four. This year it's like twenty eight. They got they. That's what they told Dwight. They literally told Dwight. He doesn't at the the club Shay Shay podcast. There he was like, they didn't want to give me a multi year deal because I was over thirty. He said that. That's what they told him. They, they might have lost out because they need beef. And now that, yeah. They need experience. He went overseas now. You saw that, right? Did he? I think Taiwan, maybe? Taiwan. They need somebody at least that know how to play. At least guard the rim. Okay, so speaking of that. But see, that's GM moves. 
And we spoke we spoke about that. We we know that they got to make a move and they will. They will. What's Just, the GM? It, it's a matter of time, yeah. Yeah, they're going to make a move. Speaking of that, we are getting not Well, the GM is not a basketball guy. Uh, I I don't know. Am, am I speaking out of What well, you're saying Rob Plink is not yeah, a basketball guy? Like when I say basketball like raised around basketball. I mean, he was Kobe Bryant's agent. Been around basketball all his life. He was Kobe Bryant's agent. Knows the game. He didn't become Kobe Bryant's agency. He was 24. I don't, you know what I mean? Or 28. He did play basketball. Did he? Yeah, he was oh, NBA. Raw Palenka is the Michigan. Yeah. He played on Michigan. He's making some really bad choices. I agree. And Jeannie spoke about how it's like not her and Rob. It's like a collective amount of people that are making these decisions. Well, they need to. Rambus is in there. They need to upgrade, their, they need to upgrade their roster. For your LA Lakers. Your playoff starts right it's now. True. You, you, need our, to, you need to come. Our backs are already against the wall. You need to come with that type of mentality. It's game seven right now. We need to be here in defense, defense, defense. Everything from and tip the, off, from the, the tip. In the first quarter. Laker fans, we need you. And if they don't come out there and play for you, pay, um, play for you after that, then. We good? Then, then you deserve the boo. Then you can boo boo. That's what happens. Last year it happened a lot. But you see how like Russ started playing well. Mm-hmm. Every time he checks in, they go crazy for him. As they should. He's from. And LA. by the way, he is now the favorite in Vegas to win Sixth Man of the Year. How crazy! Well, not crazy because you literally said it, but I think that's interesting. No one would ever predicted that, and he could really win it. Yeah, I don't think anyone predicted him to be in this spot. But if you're professional and you be and you're put in this spot, then you might as well be the best in that spot. And that's what he's doing. We got Thomas Bryant and Dennis Schroeder coming back hopefully this Friday for our next game. What do you think they can bring bring to this team? Well, hopefully they'll bring one thing, a defensive presence. Um, And they can bring the two E's, which is energy and effort. They Both those guys do that. Yeah. After that, you know, you don't really – I don't care about – I mean, I care about it. But if your ball doesn't go in, then I can still live. You know what I mean? If you give supreme energy and effort. Because it's all about disposition. You have to carry yourself with a certain disposition. A winner's disposition. I think, honestly, Dennis can start. If he plays well, he'll take that spot from from Pat. Because we know, I mean, it's unfortunate. Kendrick Nunn's not doing shit right now. Yeah, but what's crazy is that, like, you know, in sports, I, I I hate when they say take. Earn? No. Add on. Hopefully, he'll be a great addition. Well, he's going to be taking someone's spot. Hopefully, he'll be adding on to the team. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? You don't want to take him spot. You don't take the spot because the person that spot's taken still has to come out and produce. <laughs> You're right. You feel <laughs> what I'm saying? You don't want to put him in a in a position like that. That's what I'm saying. It's all mental. You feel what I'm saying? The the greatest teams that win and the teams that win championships are all locked in like Mentally that group. Mentally stable. Group. Yes. That's what you said about the, the 2009, 2010 team and also yes. the 2008, 2009. You guys were so like unified. We meditated to, with each other. Yep. It's like, so we were basically playing, praying with each other. You were brothers, like literally. Facts. Still to this day. 100%. And what connects you as brothers? Winning. It's a cycle. You know, not just hanging out. And you don't see that from the Lakers right now. I'm saying off the court. I bet you they don't hang out off the court. You can tell. Huh? I know they don't. Because in L.A., it's hard to anyway. 
So I'm not gonna even blame that on this team being young girls. You got a million dollars, these young black motherfuckers. I got a million. I got a. I got sixty million dollars. I don't want to need to even see y'all. No, I hear you. I'll, see, I'll check in at ten in the morning. But that just means that, like that, that means that this team doesn't want it. Then but it's, is no, that but, what you're saying? But it's just it's, it's locker room. You know what I'm saying? Is you know they don't even really even understand the culture because they haven't experienced it. Well, I mean, LeBron and AD are the leaders, and they have experienced it. You know. We'll see. Next game's on Friday versus the Pistons. You going? Yeah, I'm going. Game. I'll be there. No, I don't go. It's Shabbat, but I'll be oh, there on Sunday. Oh, it's Sunday, right? Saturday. Or Friday Shabbat. Friday night. Friday night. <laughs> Yo, um, quick hitters, and we'll finish it off. Why did you wear number seven? It's God's number. And my grandmother used to go to Atlantic City. <laughs> you know, she's not playing blackjack or whatever, but she used to always play the slots. Okay. So, you know, in slots, if you hit 777, seven, seven, yeah. you win. So I was like, you, you know. were always number seven? Always. In the NBA? I'm saying college. No, college I was number five. Played all five positions, and they called me the package. Well, they called me the package because I played all five positions and other reasons, too. But <laughs> we're not, we're not going to get into that. And um, high school, I wore 35. What have you done to mentally heal yourself after going what you went through? Um, well, I had to forgive um, myself and I had to, you know what I'm saying, forgive to the people that put me in that situation. Um, and put God in my life first. Were you Were you always, like, did you always have a connection to God or was it more so after? Nah, no, I've always had a connection to God. That's how you were raised? Yeah. And um, I've seen things when I was really young that um, only put like a stamp, you know, on my faith and um, my people who brought God into my life kind of just stamped it. So I'm saying life experience too. I'm on the same page. Yeah. I, I was I was raised like that with spirituality. Yeah. And you know, for me it was like life got really you know it was great, mm -hmm. and you know family was good, business was good. I know I'm young, but I'm just saying like it felt yeah. I was in a great spot, and I was like there's got to be more, mm -hmm. more to life. Um, and that's when I tap into spirit spirituality. And no, like there I is said, there is more to life. I think it's to um to live in heaven one day or to be as, cl as close as God as you can get to positive right. as possible, right? Yeah. yeah. So I believe in that. But yeah, I, mean, I <coughs> think I'm a happier person with yeah. spirituality because like, you get so distracted and you'll get so down. Like about little things like the Lakers, you would think like fans are ready to kill themselves over the Lakers yeah. and literally be depressed because of the Lakers and you got to like step back and be like, yo. No, it's more than life. It's bigger, that, but... That's another episode of the Late Show. We gotta get this win on Friday. Get two in a row. Start What's building. What's the record? I don't know, but they're garbage. But you know what though? But see, and that's where they're, it they're dead last. Three and twelve. But dead that's last. Where, like building up the disposition starts. Take the trash, young man. Three and twelve. If you don't take the trash, take out, care. What you gotta take care of? The house is gonna start to stink. 
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.